Stuff I Learned Yesterday, episode number 380, Reaching the Summit. Welcome to Stuff I Learned Yesterday. I'm Daryl Darnell. We got a ping pong table for Christmas, and so far, I am undefeated. And I believe that if you aren't learning, you aren't living. In today's episode of Stuff I Learned Yesterday, I talk about the importance of simplification. Well, happy Monday to you, and hey, you made it through Christmas. That is always a good thing. And now we are staring the new year right in the middle of the windshield, heading this way by week's end. And I hope that you're ready for it. I hope that you've had a great 2015. And look, I know that 2015 has not gone according to plan for many of you. Some of you have battled health and job-related challenges this year like never before. And other things too, family and other things. And uh, so for those of you who would like to say goodbye to 2015 and look for a new year ahead, I understand. And I hope that 2016 is a fantastic year. And for those of you who had a great 2015, that's awesome. I celebrate with you. And I hope that 2016 is an even better year. So here's to a new year to all of you, a great year. But before we get into more things like that, let's talk about today's fun fact. I did just mention that I got a ping pong table for Christmas this year, and so far, I am really good at beating a 13-year-old and an 11-year-old, although they are going to be beating me before too long. I'm having to step up my game a little bit, although I'm also you know, shaking off some of the rust as we play more and more. We're having a great time, and so I thought it might be good and maybe even appropriate, at least fun to look at some fun facts about table tennis, or ping pong, as most of us call it. And this comes from pongworld.com. Number one, table tennis was banned in the Soviet Union from around 1930 until 1950 because the sport was believed to be harmful to the eyes. You know, I think they have a good point. I mean, if you get one of those little balls in the eye, it could do some damage. Number two, table tennis became a medal Olympic sport in the 1988 Summer Olympics in Seoul. I don't know about you, but I love watching those Olympians go at it. It's amazing to see how quickly they hit the ball and their reflexes. It is a lot of fun. Number three, early table tennis paddles were normally made of cork, cardboard, or wood and covered with cloth, leather, or sandpaper, which I think is interesting. Number four, table tennis is the most popular racket sport in the world and ranked second overall in terms of participation. Over 10 million players compete in sanctioned tournaments each year. That's a lot of people. Number five, a modern table tennis match at the elite level lasts on average about 30 minutes. That seems like a long time. I know how long it takes us to go through because, you know, we don't hit it that many times before it falls off the table or something. That's really quite impressive. Get this. Top players often smash the ball at speeds exceeding 100 miles per hour. I can assure you our speeds are nowhere near that. Number six. How many balls can two players hit back and forth in 60 seconds? Well, the current record, according to PongWorld.com, the current record 
is 173, set by Jackie Bellinger and Lisa Lomas in 1993. 173 back and forths in 60 seconds. That is amazing. All right, lastly, a modern table is nine feet long, five feet wide, and two and a half feet high, and the net is six inches high. And ours is a normal full-size whatever ping-pong table. We squeezed it in our upstairs bonus room and having a lot of fun, having a lot of fun with that. So, all right, well, here we are ready for a new week ahead. This will be a fun week. This is an important week because this is the final week of stuff I learned yesterday before we go on a two-month hiatus and we will be returning with a new format coming back five days a week in the new year. And that, of course, our return will be on February 29th, 2016. This Wednesday, we have another guest host. It's going to be Barb. I can't wait to see or hear what she has to share. And of course, the Friday Forum. And this will be the final Friday Forum. And let me be clear, just because we're not going to have a Friday Forum between now and what is it going to be? March the 6th or March the 5th? March the 4th? March the 4th. That's today. Woo! Math. It's scary sometimes. Just because we're not going to have a Friday forum between now and then, do not let that discourage you from sending Friday forum contributions in. I would love to have a bunch to choose from and even mix them together in themes and that sort of thing. So please continue to send in your Friday forum contributions throughout this hiatus. The number is 304-837-2278 or goldenspiralmedia.com slash feedback where you can typey-typey out a contribution or uh, use the SpeakPipe widget or attach an audio file to the form that we have there. So please do that. And the, the mailbag is empty right now. So this final Friday forum that we have scheduled for this Friday, uh, it's wide open. So why not send your contribution in today and get to be a part of this final edition that we'll have for a couple of months. And then before we get into today's episode, I would be remiss if I didn't mention again uh, the assistance that we're asking from all of you to help out Karen and Sean, who are needing some financial assistance. And so you can learn more about their story and the need that they have, as well as find easy ways to contribute by simply going to goldenspiralmedia.com slash Karen. That's Karen with a K, and it'll redirect you over to their GoFundMe page. And uh, thank you again to everyone who has contributed. I know that they certainly appreciate it. All right, now here's what I learned yesterday. As I mentioned on Friday, I've had a hard time coming up with a topic for today, and I'm sure it's because I'm overthinking it. This will be the last open topic format episode that I will host until February 29th, as I said earlier. So because of that, I wanted to make this episode a memorable one. Of course, I really don't have a secret on what makes an episode of Silly better than another one. In fact, there have been many times when I published an episode that I thought was kind of blah, or I thought, man, I don't know that I got my point across, only to get above-average comments saying that that episode was really good. So after a lot of thought and consideration, I decided just to speak from my heart today about what's on my mind right now. I'm not going to overthink it. I'm just going to go with it. It should come as no surprise to you that my mind is full of reflection and planning right now. After all, it's the end of the year. 
The end of the year means that I'm wrapping up my financial records, making plans to pay taxes, getting new health insurance, and making any last-minute tax-deductible purchases that I need to make. Those same thoughts put me into planning mode. How do I need to prepare for the greater amount of taxes that I'll be paying this year? What is the best course of action since my health insurance premium more than doubled over the price of last year? What purchases are going to meet my needs for my 2016 plans? What are my 2016 plans? Now that is a good question. That is a question that has been constantly on my mind over the last few months and even more so over the last couple of weeks. 2016 is a huge year for me. Nearly every entrepreneur I've spoken with has told me that their third year was the year that their business exploded. My CPA told me two years ago that it would take me three years for my business to hit its stride. Incidentally, she also told me that when I told her I was quitting my corporate job to do podcast production, she thought I was making a huge mistake. But after she saw my numbers for the first year, she was confident that I would be one of the entrepreneurs to beat the odds and be a success. On May 4th, 2016, I will hit my three-year anniversary as a full-time entrepreneur. I don't know the exact date that I became a part-time entrepreneur, but I do know that I passed that date earlier this month. So the three-year mark is looming large over my thoughts. And in some ways, I feel pressured by it. But in other ways, I feel like I'm already exceeding expectations. It's impossible to compare the economics of being an entrepreneur to the economics of being a salaried corporate employee. I now pay a lot more tax, and my health care is not subsidized by a corporation, nor is it discounted due to being part of a group health care plan. I'm not currently contributing to an IRA or a 401k, and I certainly wouldn't have a corporation matching a percentage of my contributions even if I was putting money into a retirement account. So with those caveats in mind, I still think it's cool that in each of the last three months, I earned more than I would have if I was still working at my corporate job. I'm still landing new clients every week, and the only marketing I have is word of mouth. There are days where I've thought about running Facebook ads or Twitter ads or Google ads, but I know that I need to be prepared to handle that type of unpredictable growth that those ads would bring. Growth. Now that's a fun word, isn't it? Is it a good word? Well, I guess it depends on the context, right? If I say, my 11-year-old is in the middle of a growth spurt, then that's a good thing. If I say, I have a growth on my leg and I'm having a doctor run a biopsy on it. That's not a good thing. So I've been thinking about what healthy growth looks like for me in 2016. Other words that are weighing on my mind are ambition, freedom, family, responsibility, fun, team, friends, margin, delegating, and trust. So what have I learned? Well, if I've learned anything over the last year, it's that I tried to do too much. One of the great people that I had the pleasure of meeting this last year is Desmond Adams. I don't know him all that well. He's more of a friend of a friend. But he and I are Facebook friends, and we have a lot of common interests. 
We also share a lot of the same outlooks on life and the world around us. A couple of days ago, Desmond said something on Facebook that I'm going to print off and hang in my office this year. It's such a powerful truth, and I need to hear it every single day. And there are many days that I need to hear it multiple times. Here's what he said. If you climb 20% of the way up five different hills, you'll not reach the top of any of them. Focus and finish. Isn't that good? Let me read it one more time. If you climb 20% of the way up five different hills, you'll not reach the top of any of them. Focus and finish. When I'm laying out all my ideas and I want to do them all, I'll read that statement. When I have a lot of things due at once and I'm trying to multitask, I'll read that statement. When I'm trying to wear too many hats, I'll read that statement. When I need to make the hard decision to say no to something, I'll read that statement. In a way, it's like asking the question, would I rather be average at a lot of things or be really, really good at just a couple? So my goals this year are going to be simple. I mean, crazy simple. I will give more opportunities to others. I will not take on something new unless I give something up. And I will grow by giving. You see a pattern here? Give, give, give. And these may seem like they are too open-ended to be effective, but I disagree. These are powerful filters. Through each of these filters, I can make quick decisions. I realize that I am in a position that I cannot grow, my business cannot grow, and my family will not meet its full potential unless I am giving to and empowering others. I will train, I will mentor, I will equip, and I will trust. Most of all, I'm quite certain that as I do these things, my life will be richer, my business will grow faster, my clients will be more successful, my family will be fuller, and my future will be brighter. What's even better is that those who I work with and live with will be able to say the same. Now, I don't know about you, but I can't wait to see what this year brings. I'm Daryl Darnell, and this has been Stuff I Learned Yesterday. Follow Golden Spiral Media on Twitter at GSM Podcasts and Facebook.com slash Golden Spiral Media. Join the Stuff I Learned Yesterday Facebook group at Facebook.com slash groups slash Stuff I Learned Yesterday. To subscribe to Stuff I Learned Yesterday, visit goldenspiralmedia.com slash subscribe. And if you've enjoyed this episode of Stuff I Learned Yesterday, I would be grateful if you leave a review in iTunes by going to goldenspiralmedia.com slash iTunes.